This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, our own fungus expert, Ryan Nelson. Interesting you mentioned that, because I want to go on record by saying this infection and fungus, what it looks like, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. Ah, yeah, yeah it, it's gross it, looking. Yeah, it's not pleasant to look at, to say the least. So, uh, if you ever, if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the first episode of The Last of Us on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon only content there, and you can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast any level of being a patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free so it doesn't matter if it's the three the five the ten or the twenty sign up for any of those and we will get you the show ad-free if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by rating us on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave us a five-star rating and if you have time write us a review while you're on apple Podcasts. if you would like to interact with the show send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com and we'd love to hear any questions comments or just thoughts that you might have we'd love to hear those if you would just send us an email when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, we are starting a new show here on the podcast, The Last of Us. It is a video game adaptation from a Sony PlayStation game back in 2013. Uh, let's just, before we get general thoughts, let's talk about video game movies, because we, we'll talk in brief about them. We spent a 25-minute or so episode on our Patreon talking about video game movies. What's your history of video game adaptations? I think they suck. <laughs> yeah, most of them do. Most of them yeah. do. Most of them have been extremely disappointing, and a lot of times I skip them. Yeah, uh, there have been some good ones recently. I will say this, and if you go and if you were to go to listen to that Patreon episode, if you were to sign up for our Patreon, you would hear most of the ones that I mention as my the ones that I like the most are things that are recently done. Um, so, like I said, they've been bad. Uh, they've been real bad at times, to be just perfectly honest with you. So it was really surprising to me to see that people were loving the. Uh, it's not surprising to me that uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but. It's surprising that we're getting something good. Now, I'll just be real honest. I'm I'm going to assume you like this as much as I like this. I love this. I did think some of the second half was a little boring. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a little. Right. Because, uh, like, we're trying to figure out the world. Right. But I'll tell you, the first half of this. Oh, yeah. I like Station Eleven vibes all over the place. It yeah. It felt similar to that. And that car chase holy cow yeah that was one of the greatest car chases i've ever seen yeah like i said let's uh i guess we can go ahead and start getting into it so 
when I was sat down to watch this, uh, I'll just be honest. Neither of us have played the game. I I'll, yeah. I have played a lot of video games throughout the course of my life, and I still do. But 2013, when this came out, uh, I had a six-year-old son who was in first grade. I had a one-year-old daughter, uh, and I didn't have a PlayStation 3. And I, I this game, though, I'd heard so much about it, and I heard it was so just incredibly amazing uh, for so many different reasons. I, I was trying to justify if I could like just go get a PlayStation Three just so I could play this game, uh, but like I said, it's been the legend of it is 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 pretty well known that it is an incredibly cinematic game. Uh, I think we're getting a little bit of a glimpse of why yeah. this game was so heralded uh, is because of the story. Anybody who seems to have criticized the game, people don't like the game. They say what makes the only criticism I've seen of the game is that it is so cinematic that the the story part of it doesn't translate to the actual playing part of it just real well but the story of it is considered one of the best that there has ever been well i'm not a i'm not a gamer since of uh, the last 20 years right. like i didn't play these i remember the commercial for this game right i remember seeing it at the movies yeah mm-hmm. so i mean it it, it has it hit the cultural landscape pretty hard when it yep. came out um i would say this you know, what were your expect when you first heard that they were going to make a Last of Us television show for HBO? What did you think? I thought, oh god. <laughs> but well, I, I take that back. When I heard it was the guys from Chernobyl, I was like, oh, they right. this is good. And then when I heard who they had casted it, I was like, there's no way this isn't going to be great. And it was great. Yeah. Uh, this one of the like I said, I was a little concerned just because. Our our history with video game stuff has been it's not been good. I mean, it's, yeah, it yeah. just really not hasn't. Good. It hasn't been. So I was looking, sir. But when I saw that, when I saw that they were, as I began to see more and more coming from this, I was like, okay, yeah, this looks like it's going to be pretty darn good. And then yeah. when they made the decision, they released that it was going to be a Sunday night HBO thing. I was like, you knew it was good. Dude. Yeah, you know it's good. I mean, look, their hit rate on Sunday night stuff for HBO is pretty darn ha. good. Yeah. Ha. So, like I said, I was, I was, I thought, okay, well, this is going to be pretty darn good, and this, and this really was, especially this first episode. I was very did, impressed. Did you watch Chernobyl? I can't. I don't think you did. I right? did not watch Chernobyl. I have not. I heard it okay. was. I heard it was good, but I have not seen it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, like when you when you heard that they were doing this, right? Like I said, it made me feel so much better. Yeah. And then also, we got to shout him out. The rescue daddy, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good at this. So oh, good. yeah. In he, fact, man, he's wearing that shirt, and I'm like, oh man, I wonder if I could pull off that shirt. I'm like, no, I no, can't. Can. I don't look- <laughs> no. Oh. Very oh. few of us can, and he can. He's blessed the fact that he he's blessed with the uh, with the correct physique to be able to do so. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, he's just so good in this role. I mean, yeah, the, he, he as the Mandalorian. I mean, he just established like he's the prototype. Typical, uh, you know, lone wolf and cub type person that you want mm-hmm. doing your show or doing your movie or whatever it is. And man, he is so good at that. Uh, this, let's just go ahead, I guess, kind of just start getting into it. Yeah. This first, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned a uh, second ago, Station Eleven. It's interesting that today is our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. And the very first podcast we ever did was Station Eleven. That's right. That's right. And look, the opening 30 minutes of this show were as good as any I've seen. Maybe, look, I, is Station 11 better than this? Maybe, I don't know. But 
I was riveted during those first 30 I, minutes. I think it was very similar to the first 30 minutes of Station Eleven. There was a plane crash in that. Yeah, there was. You're right. There was a plane crash in that. Th- that This one has seemed to be a little bit more terrifying than the, 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 yeah. the one in Station Eleven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, when you see Grandma in a wheelchair, all of a sudden start running. Well, that's well. <laughs> what's great about that is like what they do so well in this, and this is what Station Eleven did so well, is this what the people were experiencing on the show is you know they're just kind of going through their life and things start to ramp up just a little bit just a little bit and then all of a sudden yeah. things are just completely haywire because we start off with she the nico uh i can't remember uh nico parker nico parker plays fantastic sarah yeah she had a Look, let's just talk about her real quick. So, Nika Parker as Sarah, as as Joel, who's played by Pedro Pascal, uh, his daughter, probably one of the most important roles, even though this is probably the only time we're going to see her. We may get flashbacks with her. I don't know. I think we're going to get some flashbacks. But such an incredibly important role because what they are doing is they are having to give us the contrast between what we why Joel is going to be so protective of Ellie later on because it's basically he's now have has his daughter replaced and it's going to and even though he's going to be reluctant obviously we see that here at the beginning he's going to be reluctant to have the same feelings and have the same protective uh same protective thoughts towards her at uh, initially and we see at the end, you know, the one thing he didn't do with his daughter, he does it at the end with Ellie. But just the right. way that he is loving her, the way that we see he's just a good dad. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we don't know yeah. what happened to his mom. We don't we don't know what happened right. to her mom. I, we don't know if it's just divorce, if she died, whatever. Maybe they'll explain that. I don't know if they will or not. But her role is so critically important because man we see that how what he can be like as a good father and that's just going to kind of carry us into the rest of the series yeah and i was going to say you know the most important thing about about her part about sarah's part is he failed her yeah he did he failed her and and he's not going to fail ellie right so it's basically you know i don't know if did you watch the thing after i did i did yeah and that's kind of what they say it's the fulcrum point for 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 joel from this point on is this is point we've got a teacher we've got a teacher (laughs) well that's the words they use that's the word i'm using so uh but yeah it's the fulcrum point for what he is what he's going to become because that moment the, when she dies in his arms and as they said in the in the after thing he she says you know yeah. they say it's an ugly death it's not supposed to be pretty it just changes the way he is because this is a very caring loving man that we see at the beginning of this yeah. and by the time we get to him in boston you know 20 years later he is so hardened he is so just completely right. you know just shut his heart and his mind out to just about everybody else and he's not letting anybody in it's really surprising to me that he has tests who Anna tour i love we'll talk about yeah. her a little bit more later on but well, I, want I wanted to-, to shout out one more thing from texas when are we going to listen to dogs? That dog was warning I us know, yeah, from that, the moment. That that's, animals know, people. They do, and there's so many great things about this. And like I said, I'm going to keep. I'm going to stay focused on on the opening in Texas here for a little bit, because one, you just like you mentioned, the dog. The, the dog comes over. He's barking. He's trying to get into uh, to Sarah's house while she's still there, and she, 
it, when she's trying to take him back, the dog's like, no, I, I'm not going back. Well, he was frightened when she was at the house before, just staring at Yeah, grandma. just staring at Grandma. And one of the things I loved about that is when they show Grandma turning, it's it's yeah. blurred out, but it is that was just absolutely terrifying because you're like, oh, it my. Really was. Like, is he, she about to attack Sarah right now? Yeah. And she doesn't, but like I said, I'm sure they'll explain how the fungus works, but... Uh, just so much of this is how they're setting this up. And, you know, you get the police cars in the fire department racing by as she's getting the watch repaired. And so, you know, things are up and, you know, things are, you know, the they. I'm a little surprised. She had the only thing I didn't like about the opening. She has the TV on as she's waiting for her dad to come home. You would think that this would have been like covering yeah. the TV. That's the only issue. That's, I, point. that's the only issue I really had with any of this first episode was she's watching yeah. TV when she's waiting for him to come home. And at this point it would have been covered up in, in TV yeah, covered. Yeah, so yeah. we, but, we know, yes, for, we do. We know for first hand spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but once, you know, another thing, you know, this is rookie dad move. Let's just go ahead and talk about rookie dad moves real quick. You know, obviously he's a wonderful father, but he pulls a rookie dad move. When he takes her upstairs and puts her in bed, look, you know, I've had to like leave it. Uh, like uh, there was one time when my wife was out of town and I had to leave in the middle of the night to go take care of some stuff because I had some friends who got into some issues and I had to go help them. And like, I sent a text to my kids like, if I'm not home, I'm st- just uh, I'm okay. You you need to do something to let your kids know if you're leaving yeah, them in the middle of the night. Right, right. Uh, but that first, and like I said, once he once they they get reunited after uh, after when she wakes up at two o'clock in the morning, though that entire scene is just so tense. I mean, I've it just is. I've it's just felt like I was like tense. it was so like yeah. I felt like I was about to come out of my skin. And you had to watch every part of your screen. Yes, you did. Because mm-hmm. like you said, there's a plane going down. There's planes going overhead. There's just people coming out of nowhere. It was, like you said, tense is the word, but just thrilling as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, and, uh, just the way he was driving, too. Right, the way he was driving through it. Uh, in the way that you start to already see Joel change because the yeah. the moment that they see that couple and with their child on the side of the road, and I don't remember the the was it Terry Uncle Terry I can't remember the Tommy Tommy Uncle Tommy when Tommy says shout out Gabriel Luna as Tommy he was very good as well yeah he is him and Pedro Pascal have some. I don't know if they knew each other before, but they've got some brotherly chemistry going on. They really on. do, and I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to see Tommy some more as this thing goes yeah. on. Well, Tommy was shown multiple times in, in the, the yeah in the in the trailer, and he was shown in yeah. that coming up on uh, thing. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see him some more, but like I said, I just thought that we see this transformation in which Joel is basically going to be all about survival and not really necessarily caring about what it takes for anybody else to survive as long as he he survives. Because yeah. it, like he tells Tommy, you know, drive past him. And, you know, you got all these people in the middle of the who are just flooding the streets. And, you know, he's telling them, you know, just get us out of here. doesn't matter who he runs over or anything like that. So we're yeah. seeing him change already. Yeah, I mean, and you have to. Yeah, you do. You 100% yeah. have to. So, uh, And then you have the pivotal moment there at the end of this, of this entire first 30 minutes where he is standing there holding his daughter. He has escaped the person who is infected with this uh, fungus, and he's standing there in front of the military uh, t- 
Tommy comes up. Tommy saves the day because he's basically, you can tell he's gotten his orders over the radio, even though you don't hear him, to go ahead and kill kill both of them. Uh, yeah. And when he goes to escape them, he, he falls. They ends up killing his daughter in the process, and just an absolutely heart-wrenching scene to uh, watch that. Yeah, that was. And this was... Uh, because we haven't seen Pedro without his helmet on. That's <laughs> true. We haven't seen him without his helmet we, in a while. Yeah, we get to see, you know, how good of an actor he is and yeah. how much emotion he can show. Yeah, we we really do, and it was just great to watch it him was. to watch him perform because yeah. he's really really he's, good. He is so good, man. Since he came on as uh, the Red Viper in Game of Thrones, his career has just gone crazy, and he has been good and everything i've ever seen him in yeah he has been he's been very good in just about everything so uh real quick the introduction at uh, the very first scene of we, we kind of skipped it where you have the two oh, yeah. doctors talking about you know pandemics and you know you start getting some flashbacks then the other guy i can't remember who the actor is that plays him but he's been in a ton of stuff uh he starts talking about fungi and the doctor yeah that's john Hanna from the mummy thank you that's who i was thinking i knew i saw him from knew him from somewhere i couldn't remember who it was but he gives this great explanation about f- f- a fungus and i was like oh i'm terrified of fungus now <laughs> i don't want to go around be fungus anymore so uh but like i said just really really good first saw 30 minutes another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So after the introduction, they didn't have to start world building. Uh, and that's where we, yeah. that's where we're at with the, the, basically the entire last hour, 45 minutes or so of the show. Uh, I thought it was really powerful to start with because you have this child who is limping towards Boston and when they get there they're checking the child out and we don't know what it is i mean i'm sure if you played the game you know what they're doing when they're like pressing that thing to her neck or his neck uh and it turns up red i'm which they start telling the child you know we're going to get you all this wonderful stuff and then the very next scene is you have pedro pascal and another lady who is basically burning the infected bodies and they come to one, and a lady can't do it because it's a child, and it's pretty obvious it's the child that they just well, examined. We see the same shoes, yeah, the yeah, same yeah, shoes, yeah. The same shirt, yeah. and it's pretty obvious yeah. it's the same child we just saw. So yeah. they let us know pretty early this is a tough world to live in. I mean, it's yeah. an absolutely tough world. Yeah, yeah, I I really like that scene though because like you just we're learning with them like you can't trust anything you see. Right. They could be infected. That they, they may not be full on zombie yet. Right. So you have to be extremely careful. And it, it was a very intense, like maybe about 10 minute scene. Yeah, uh, it really was. I, I thought really brought to this show. Yeah. And what I like about this so far is yes, this is a show where zombies are a big part of what the world has become. But because we're going 20 years into the future, <laughs> it's not just about zombies at this point. It's, yeah. it's going to be about all the other stuff. And they even say this at one point when he was talking, when he's obviously trying to find time and he goes, he talks to the guy on the radio i don't know who, what the guy was actually doing but uh when he's talking to him he's like you know there's a lot of other bad stuff out there that you gotta worry about besides just the infected right. uh yeah. and that's what this show is going to be yeah obviously we'll get zombie stuff but we're going to get 
other stuff as well because this show is very much about survival it's about people connecting with other people in the worst of times i mean it's i really feel like it's going to be a lot like station 11 uh, when we end up getting to the end of it it's got a lot of walking dead as well because the real villains the people you're scared of are the other humans right the people who are and, and I never have seen The Walking Dead, so I can't really. So just I'll talk be about honest, it. that does give me a little bit of like, uh oh, right? Because The Walking Dead got really worse. Well, the, well, here's the thing about that because I haven't seen it, but from what I understand, like for the first few seasons of this of incredible. The Walking Dead, it was incredible, and they're only going to do two seasons of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I didn't realize they were doing two seasons. Yeah, they're doing two seasons. At least that's my understanding. The plan is to do two seasons. I think they want to. Okay. Uh, they'll obviously wait and see how it does. I think before they. Get an official renewal but this first season will cover the first game and the second season should cover the second game because there's there's only two of it so um but like i said that's kind of what makes this world so interesting and but but like i said the walking dead that went on too long that's that's what i've always heard about the walking dead so that's not going to have that shouldn't be the issue in this one is it going on too long so uh but we get we get to know we get to know Pedro Pascal's character, Joel, in, in this. We get to see where he is. He's obviously just doing whatever he can to make ends meet. Uh, he's just thinking about himself. And he's thinking about uh, his, I guess, his love interest. That's Tess, who yeah. is played really well by Anna Torv. I love Anna Torv. I don't know if you've ever seen Fringe, but it is one of my I, favorites. I haven't, but I, she was in. She was one of the main characters in Mindhunter, and she was really good in that. Yeah, I haven't seen Mindhunter, but I loved Fringe, and she was fantastic in Fringe. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I did rewatching that probably a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Oh yes, I, I do love this show still." Yeah. Uh, but you know, Anna, Anna Torv is really good in this role as yeah. his as his girlfriend, I guess. Uh, and they're just you know they are just trying to survive. That is what they are yeah. trying. To, that's what they're trying to show. And this show is also trying to show you when survival is all that you are focused on, what your world can be like and what the entire world will be like in general. Because it is not a fun place to live in this in in this yeah. world that they have established. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm supposed to go to Boston this summer. I was like, man, I hope it's a lot better than this. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't take much for it to be better than this, to say yeah. the least. So, but yeah, but you're right though, man. Because like, you, it's you're a survivalist, and it's almost like you're a con man. Because it always it looked like Tess was always up to something. Yeah, this whole did. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did, uh, and we have, we get the basically the the people who are battling against each other. You have is it Fedra? Yeah, Fedra is the basically the government at this point, yeah. and they are a brutal government. I mean, yeah. if you disobey their laws, if you because they're, they, we kind of meet them as a public execution that they have. Yeah. Uh, so that's a really we saw int- them. We saw them kill a little kid. Yeah, we saw them kill a little kid. So that's another uh, issue. So we know what the, they mean business. They're going to do what they're very strict, obviously, which you would think it would obviously have to be the case if you have a, in, oh, yeah. a incredibly deadly disease that is starting zombie a zombie apocalypse. You can see that. Yeah. But the other people that are going up against them are these people called the Fireflies, and they are led by Marlene, played by Merle. What's her name? Uh, Merle Dandridge. Merle Dandridge. Merle for a woman. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, what's interesting if you watch the the after thing on the on HBO Max is she actually. Tried tried to become the voice of marlene in the video game i saw that how cool is that i know that's really cool so uh 
liked her character. They aged her yeah. up quite a bit because she does not look nearly as old in, in regular life as she does on the right, show. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but she is obviously the, she's a leader of the Fireflies. Uh, she has Ellie basically held captive, and this is where we meet Ellie, who is played by Bella Ramsey, um, best known from Game of Thrones. What season was she on in Game of Thrones? Mm, like four or five. Yeah, it was somewhere I mean, around she there. She was at the end too. Yeah, she was because yeah. she ended up uh, helping at the it, end. Uh, Lina. Yeah, I think so. I think that was her name. In, Lina in, Marmont. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you're just, right. Just just an incredible character on Game of Thrones. The minute she was always supposed to be on one episode, but she was so awesome they brought her back several times. They did, and she was really good on that. And she's that's where yeah. she's gotten her claim to fame, and she's right. pulling it off here. So she's older now. Obviously, uh, she's twenty years old now. But she is, well, she'll be 20 at the end of this year. She's 19 right now. So, uh, but this is what it's going to take these two characters. I mean, it's going to take Pedro Pascal being great as Joel, and it's going to also take Ellie, uh, played by Bella Ramsey. Those two are going to have to be spectacular. And the early signs of this say, yes, they are going to yeah. be spectacular. I was going to say, you got the rescue daddy and a potty mouth 14 year old with a knife. I'm in. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, but she's obviously at the end. They show us that she has been infected with this, but it is not affecting. It is not. She's been infected, but she's not affected uh, because yeah. they scan her with that little thing, that sensor thing that they have. And when she comes back red, it freaks out Tess, played by Anna Torv. And when it freaks her out, she shows her her arm that look. It's been days. I've had this, and it shouldn't. And normally, if that were if you were infected, it wouldn't. It, you would have taken over you by that by that point well, and it has obviously something more to her because one marlene is protecting her yeah and they want to get her out west and only ellie and marlene know what that really is right so we're gonna obviously find out uh you know i think you know i i, I don't think it's a sport because i kind of know this and i haven't played the game but i don't want to say it but it's obvious that there's a lot more to this girl because they want to protect her. Uh, but what's great is, you know, at the end of this, when we get to that final scene where Pedro Pascal's character is just beating the tar out of that uh, yeah. one, that, I guess, police officer, federal officer, I guess is the best way to call them. Uh, he's beating the tar out of that federal officer. Uh, he's just completely, he gets that flashback to those, those same moments yeah. that he had 20 years ago, and you see him going through that, and you're like, okay, yeah, this is what's making him just this is what's driving him is you know for a moment he has forgotten that's not his daughter and he's going to not make the same mistake that he made with with his daughter that he's making yeah. he's not gonna make the same mistake for ellie that he made with his daughter yeah i mean that's like, like i mentioned earlier he failed he's not that's not gonna happen again right so he's just such a completely different person at this point uh one other thing is we do the only time we see anybody infected with this uh i can't remember the name of the disease corticeps or corderops or something like that and the only person time we see anybody infected with this is when anna uh, with tess and joel are uh, trying to get to the battery we see the one person kind of in the cellar. I'm not exactly sure where they were, to be honest with yeah. you. But we see that image of a person who has apparently been, who has been fully infected, and like I guess the fungus is like died in them, I guess, or something. I guess so. But well, it was Grandpa not pretty. had like 
Yeah, they had stuff coming out of them. Yeah, yeah. But that seems like to be the beginning stages. This is like yeah, the yeah. end stage of, of whatever it is that this this fungus that infects them. The end stage is this is what it looks like, and it's not pretty to say it's the least. It's not pretty. I hope we don't see a lot of it. Yeah, well, I think you're going to be disappointed in that, to be no. perfectly honest with you. So, <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah, it feels like that's going to be quite a bit. Now that they're yeah. out of the city, it feels like we will yeah. get a lot more of the zombie right. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you're right. But yeah, I think it, it won't be just zombie stuff, but I think we're going to get quite a bit more of it as now that they've gotten out of the city. Uh, let's see. Let's go through some other stuff here. Uh, I'm trying to look at anything we need, else that we need to talk about. I felt like we're skipping some stuff. Uh, oh, let's just talk about the differences in the reaction between his daughter and Ellie. Because obviously, his daughter, when yeah. she sees him kill that old lady uh, with with the pipe wrench, uh, yeah. she's she's shocked by it. she's like i mean she literally says to him you you killed her i mean it's obviously she's having to process this all very very quickly so it's one difference but ellie when she's watching him kill the fedra officer she's like yes you protect me i yeah, this is what i'm all about let's go yeah i really like this uh yeah. it's gonna be a lot of i think it's just gonna be a lot of fun to watch yeah. this uh, this show and i was gonna mention uh that was a depeche mode's song from the 80s that was played at the end yeah i meant to ask i was like did you recognize yeah, the song yeah never let me down again by the, the patch mode and obviously 80 songs are a bad thing yeah. they yeah. they did talk about that there in uh, towards code. the end yeah 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 that is code is 80 songs are bad whatever 80 songs is it means something not yeah. good so that's which is obviously it's code because 80 songs actually rock <laughs> 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 so this is true. These songs do actually rock. Uh, yeah, it's going to be just a really, like I said, there is a little bit of humor in this. Not a ton. There is a little bit. A little bit. I would say Bella Ramsey shows a lot of charisma and and some humor with her. Yeah, she does. She she does show a little bit of charisma. She, uh, a lot of her charisma. She shows a little bit of humor. Uh, we get a little bit of humor with Pedro Pascal, when, yeah. especially at the beginning. We get less of that yeah. at the end, but we got quite right. a bit of humor from him at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we also have... Murray Bartlett, Nick Offerman, and Melanie Linsky coming up. There's yeah. no way there's not going to be some humor from, oh, from yeah. all three of those. Yeah, I remember I was looking through my, the cast list right now. I was like, oh, we got Murray Bartlett coming back from uh, yeah. since White... First thing I seen him in yeah. since White Lotus, so... I'm going villain already. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes <laughs> sense. Uh, I'll be interested in what they all do with these with some of these characters because yeah. Nick Offerman is fantastic. I love him. Yeah. Uh, I love Melanie Linsky. We talked about her crazy quite a bit. Nick Offerman on the road somewhere. Yeah, that's going to be... That'll be a lot of fun to watch so uh like i said uh, this show has uh currently a show, at least last time i checked i haven't checked it today it was showing at an 82 on metacritic which is a really really high rating extremely high and look everything i had heard and read is basically said you know episode three is the episode where like the yeah. show like just wows you right. if that is the case because i was pretty darn wild with this first episode yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're going to pull in episode three, but this first episode, I was like, "Dang, this is darn good." Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it it might be one of the best premieres I've ever seen. I, I mean, I'm 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 going out yeah. there. It's, so. it's 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 definitely up there for sure. Because especially that first thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, I mean, it was it's fantastic. Edge on the seat, man. It was absolutely fantastic, and I, I, I just can't wait for more uh, next week. Uh, real quick, this look for the light stuff. Do, any ideas what this is? Because I have no idea. No, no. Obviously, it's going to mean something. I it's got to mean something. 
But you know, that also feels like something like you would see at Pottery Barn, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Maybe it's an old maybe that's where they get it from, an old pottery barn yeah. slogan, so who knows? But yeah, I was interested in I, I just found it interesting that they yeah, kept going to that. Yeah, we did see that like three times, wasn't it? Like, it was, it was yeah. painted on the walls, wasn't it? Yeah, look for the light. If you're in the darkness, yeah. look for the light or something like yeah. that. So, uh, actually, I have it. And there's a picture of it on here, yeah. When you're in the darkness, look for the light. And that's painted throughout the city many times. So, so it feels like we're going to get that at some point. There's going to be some kind of callback yeah. to that. So, All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? We, so, I was going to mention real quick. Because I noticed this because my dad had the exact pocket knife. They really showed uh, uh, Sarah grabbing his pocket knife. Right. There has to have been a reason for that. Yeah, I kind of thought that was going to be like her gift to him or something like that. I thought that yeah. the, when she went up to the room to get the money for mm-hmm. the watch, the watch repair, I thought that was like that was what she already had. I didn't notice it, it was in his room already, but I thought right. like she was getting money to like buy a gift, and the the pocket knife was already part of it, but it, it wasn't. So. And that, and that maybe how he kills zombies or something, but I don't know. They showed the pocket knife for like a minute. Yeah, they did. My dad had the exact pocket knife. So that really stood out to me. So like, right? Yeah, I I, it's, I feel like there has to be a reason for that. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be something that plays into that. And I was yeah. kind of looking at it. It's not the same pocket knife that uh, Ella Ellie has. She, right? It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So I was really curious about that as well. So I'm not real sure where where they're going with that right now but we will find out obviously they, yeah. will, they will they will call back to it I, i'm feel pretty confident about that so all right uh rewards then yeah let's do it all right here on the main attraction podcast after we cover an episode every week we'd like to do three awards for the people that are on the show up first is the Tyrion lannister the, the mvp for the week who is your Tyrion lannister I mean, it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, it's Pedro Pascal. I mean, he got most of the people to watch the show to begin with, and yeah. he delivered. Yes, he did. He was fantastic in this from start to finish. Yeah. He's in most of the scenes, not quite all of them, but he's yeah. in most of them, and he is just really good. And just the transformation that he has at the beginning of this right. from loving, caring dad to hardened, you know, I'll take no BS from anybody yeah. whatsoever. Uh, just a really great performance by him. And, and good call by you about mentioning that. The, quick transformation yeah it's very quick I mean, very quick so uh just spectacular performance by him all around so uh agatha all along the best scene of the week i'm going man the car chase when they leave when they kill grandma zombie right. and, and you know get to the river yeah that's i mean it's basically that entire first 30 minutes i mean let's yeah, just be honest yeah. that was yeah. like i said it's one of the best openings i've ever seen mm-hmm. in a television show i was just completely riveted completely drawn in <laughs> through those first 30 yeah. minutes it was just fantastic so uh the if you come at the king you best not miss your best line for the week uh this was like when ellie and uh and joel first meet and she said you know where to go and he said yes so we're going to be okay and he said yes yeah that was a good one i went with one of, one of the more humorous lines uh when and when uh tess is trying to find out where the battery is and where i guess robert was his name where he yeah. was uh some random guy walks up to to joel and starts talking to him and joel tells him 
If you tell me to look for the light, I'm going to break your jaw. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I like that one. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with this. I, I like this character already. All right. So uh, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. Now, we are going to just rate where we are currently standing with this with this show. We're not going. We're not giving a rating overall so yeah. far, but just where we currently stand. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Beneath Game of Thrones is a Lost. Middle of the Road for us is a Friends. Beneath Friends is a Full House. At the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. After one episode, where are you going with The Last of Us? I'm going and I don't I, I, I feel like it's Game of Thrones but I feel like that's it's kind of early to be going there. But that first 30 minutes was just unbelievable. I'll tell you what, I'm, I, I'm doing it. I'm going straight to Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I mean, I was... The fact that I'm loving this as much, this first episode as much as I am is really surprising to me because one, it's a game, it's a video game thing, but two, it's also a zombie thing. And I don't really like zombie things that much, but yeah. man, this first episode was fantastic. I, I'm going lost because some of the zombie stuff I feel like I've seen in Game of Thrones. I need more of that to see. I mean, I'm sorry, not in Game of Thrones and Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, and maybe that's so I, maybe that's where I, I don't not as bothered because yeah. I didn't watch The Walking Dead, so that doesn't right, really bother right. me that much. Yeah, so I need to see more, but I mean, I I cannot imagine I don't get to a Game of Thrones. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm going straight to it. Uh, there have been very few shows that I have been just completely awestruck by the first episode, like I was with this one, because yeah. I mean, this one it opened so great, and the world building was a little slow at times, but yeah. I thought it did. A, I thought they did a really good job of keeping you drawn in as much well, as they and did. You've got to do it. Yeah, you, you gotta, do. You got to. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Yeah, you absolutely have to do it in in the show like this. So. Like I said, I, I'm just I'm I'm hooked already. I, I can't wait for. Like I said, if episode three is as good as people are saying, I know, and I this know. was the first episode, I, I can't wait. It kind of makes me think the next episode may be a little bit more more yeah. down, but then third episode, who yeah. knows? So we'll see. I think you may be right on that. All right, uh, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we like to do uh, some recommendations for our first episode of the week. So, do you have any recommendations this week? Yeah, I'm gonna do three. Okay. So, uh, friends, Roman countrymen, lend me your ear. I have seen planes, <laughs> and it is incredible. Go see plane. I have no complaints about that movie. It is unbelievable. Gerard Butler, Michael Coulter from uh, Mike Coulter from Coulter. Uh, Luke Cage. A plane goes down in, <laughs> in a in a zone that there's no government, and they and they've got to rescue the crew. And it is edge of your seat. Kind of like the first three minutes of the show, man. It is one wild ride. I don't even say wild. It's just a great ride. Right. Ghost plane, even better than the theater. Enjoyable, man. I, I can't complain. Uh, because of plane, that made me go watch another Gerard Butler movie that came out in 2020. It was one of the rare hits. Greenland. Have you seen it? No, I've not. I heard about it, though. It's really good, and it's on HBO Max. Kind of had some bobs of this. Oh, did it really? Uh, comets are coming down and meteors, and they're taking out the world, and people have to survive. And okay. It's a family trying to get to Greenland. That's supposed to be a safe area where they protect. Okay. And a lot happens involving bad people. So okay. it's really good. Uh, Gerard Butler as well. Greenland. It's on HBO Max. It came out in 2020. Uh, I'm also going to mention uh, George and Tammy. The, uh, okay. I finished that on Showtime about uh, Tammy Wynette and George Jones right. starring 
uh, Jessica Chastain, Michael Shannon, unbelievably good. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Definitely check that out. And uh, I'll I'll stop there. I'll save my other ones for next week. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so up first, I went on a field trip this week because... Uh, my at my school we have this thing where we have divided the school up into eight houses and whichever house wins uh, over the course of the nine weeks they get a reward and uh, you know they intended this thing to be a like Harry Potter they that was kind of their idea when they were doing houses and we got so they got all the kids get sorted into houses because they like they put a they put a a band like a wristband a cer- of a certain color into all these balloons and they had to pop a balloon whatever band they got it's how they got into a house uh and of course me being who i am when i'm a i'm the video guy at our school and so when i was like making a promo video for this i like did it all game of thrones <laughs> I, oh, nice. I went i went the complete opposite like i yeah. used the theme song and like even like downloaded the font for game of thrones uh but uh, we won for the last nine weeks and their reward was to go to a movie and we went to a movie on Thursday and we went and saw the new Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots movie. Oh, okay. Uh, if you like the Shrek movies, you'll like this one. Uh, so if you've seen yeah. all the other Shrek stuff, this is definitely one I would highly re- recommend you go check. And what the, one of the things I liked about it, what just caught my eye, is when they're doing like just dialogue and stuff and they're just talking, it's it's the typical computer animation we've seen in the previous Shrek movies. Mm-hmm. But when they go into action and they go into fights, there's a change in the way they animate it. It felt very much like the uh, across the, uh, into the Spider Verse. Oh, cool! Like I said, the animation just changed. Like I said, I don't know what they did, but there was a definite change in the animation when they got to the action scenes, and it looked really, really good. Uh, but Antonio Banderas is fantastic in it. I mean, he's he's pushed. Yeah. Uh, Selma Hayek is the love interest like she was in the previous one. They add Florence Pugh to this. She's really good. Uh, Harvey Guillen is fantastic. Yeah, oh, uh, love Harvey. Yeah, and he, he's just absolutely hilarious. So, uh, look, like I said, one if you, if you have kids, definitely go see it. It would. Um, we, my daughter wants to go see it. We plan to take her at some point. But uh, if you like the Shrek, if you've liked all the Shrek movies, you'll like this one. So I would recommend it. Uh, Willow's first season did wrap up. I want to give it a recommendation, but. Uh, it's flawed i'll just go ahead and tell you this much right now it is very very flawed there's a lot of things about it that kind of annoy me but i did enjoy it ultimately i thought uh it was solid overall but there are some there are some flaws in it but the first season is wrapped up so if you've been waiting on it this might be a good time to go catch up on it it, they do some weird things in it. Like there are times, like the the older adult characters, they talk like very regal, like you would expect in a in a fantasy movie or a fantasy oh, show. God. Well, which, which I'm fine with. This is what you expect. But the problem is, like the younger characters, like there's a McSleazoid comment in it. <laughs> like, okay. like let's just figure this out, guys. But uh, yeah, yeah. like I said, overall, I enjoyed it. So I'm, I, I am giving it a recommendation, but it's not the strongest recommendation I've ever given. But one thing I am going to recommend pretty strongly, uh, a new show on ABC, and it's actually network television. I don't normally... What? Yeah, I know. I don't normally recommend too much on network television, but it's a show called Will Trent. Uh, it's apparently based on some books. Okay. Yeah, I saw, I saw a trailer for yeah, it. Yeah. He's a detective uh, for the Georgia Georgia Bureau of Investigation. The first two episodes have come out. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. I was surprised. I, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And it was really, really good. I mean, it's... There, there are still some tropes of like network television there that yeah. are a little bit annoying, but I was surprised at how much I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. So, 
Okay. All right. I guess that wraps us up for this way. Oh, real quick before we go. Uh, yeah. Next week, obviously, we will continue with The Last of Us. Uh, so we'll be doing episode two when we uh, uh, reconvene here a week from today. After that, we're also though going to be covering a our Patreon pick for the week, and our Patreon pick for the week is a fantastic movie. That is yes. the menu. Uh, I watched it this past weekend, and it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. So, uh, so if you want another recommendation, there you go. Go check out the menu. Yeah. And then come, but don't read anything about it. Yeah, because you you don't want to do that. So, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Appreciate everyone joining us. Go see Plane, and we <laughs> will uh, talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.